This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. Hello, Beck. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. I'm really feeling excited and a little bit fired up today, partly because, you know, a few days ago I had my opening for my solo show, meaning Mm -hmm. opening celebrations. And I was really profoundly struck by how many artists were supportive and really got it. I felt so satisfied, you know, as an artist making it, but I really, it really became concrete how different of a breed we are (laughs) and how amazing it is to have an understanding with other people who get your weirdness, not even just the opening, but the whole lead up into the opening of who gets us as artists. My husband was there at the opening and he was like, oh my God, the amount of conversations that you guys would dive into about the color this and the this and the this and you artists were just geeking out and i was like (laughs) i know that's us (laughs) exactly he goes i love it i love the work but he goes i don't know how to go there i don't get it the way that you guys get it it's so true that you have had this intense experience and a lot of effort over months and months and although you spoke in the last episode about having the support of your family the uh, emotional practical support yeah in essence you're kind of doing it alone in terms of the artistic effort and like that kind of creative bubble that you've been in we cheer you on from the sidelines but we're not there in the studio with you like working through the questions and the decision making so as you speak about it and you said that so many lovely people members from origin art other artists in your life showed up and I saw the photos of you all together and I can imagine just how I don't know affirming it is to have Mm. a, a group of people come together and say wow we recognize the effort and i get i get the effort i get the vision i get um you know the whole thing as opposed to not really understanding why i would bother you know i think yeah. some people in our lives are like why is this important to you i don't really get it like they just genuinely maybe don't get it not even just the art itself because i don't know that everyone really you know is in love with my art as in like it's my aesthetic it's not for everyone But as an artist to artist, you know, there's something so meaningful about doing a great body of work and the effort that we have to put into it. Because for us as artists, we have these milestones that we assume the whole world understands. And I just don't think they do. I I thought they did, but I was really surprised at how um, non-artists in my life don't get the significance of a, yeah. a show and presenting and it's not even like a solo show it's just presenting that amount of work and effort but what I took away was like you have to do it for yourself mm. you have to do it for yourself because if you're not satisfied and the world around you is showing no signs of excitement for you yeah you know my artist friends and and origin art like they were definitely excited but other than that Many people just literally don't get that it feels like for us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the whole world around you is just not that excited for you. It's not that 
they're upset with you. They're just, it's nothing to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The meaning's not there. As well as the fact that this creative goal we have involves a lot of that effort. At the same mm-hmm. time, the fact that it almost exists outside of like the so-called normal world mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. recognized work, mm-hmm. I think makes the effort even more, let's say, difficult. Yeah. It adds another layer of challenge to it. So I think it's almost like a bit of a a warning to say not only as artists are you going to be going through a lot of what we do, unearthing the authentic core, making these bold decisions, facing vulnerability and all of that, but also the so-called normal world isn't going to be there going, wow, how amazing it is no, <laughs> that you're no. putting yourself through this because it's just not, it's just almost a different world. It's just yeah. not something that someone who goes into an office nine to five and and does something that's a bit more widely recognized as like a traditional mm-hmm. job, they, they're just not going to relate to that. And so they don't see yeah. the same milestones and the same yeah. efforts. So I think and it's I, like it's related, it is isn't it? a little it? bit of that. And I think it's also, you know, again, not to say everyone thinks like this. I'm not yeah. assuming anything. But I think there is a perception that we play and it comes easy as in like, don't you just slap some paint on there and boom, like, you know, art's easy. Remember in Mm -hmm. high school, all the kids taking art because they thought it was easy. Um, At least that's my memory. And I think that that connection, yeah, to the intensity Mm -hmm. of it, to the importance, to the significance of the journey we go through. Because for me, I'm like, I don't really care if you like it or not. The right people will find my work and all of that. But the journey that I've gone through to get to this point, I just think that it's very difficult for people to see what that really is like, you know, mm. for for what we go through. Um, and my family reminded me that even a few days ago. They're like, no one will ever know what we've gone through, you know, <laughs> exactly. to get here. And I think because they're witnesses, you know, yeah. again, whether they consciously support you or not. Again, I don't think people try to hurt us by not supporting or acknowledging or whatever it is, but I think they're witnesses, you know, mm-hmm. and the people who literally see you day in and day out, covered in paint, you know, long out, whatever, they're going to see that. So they're going to see a little bit easier than the people who don't see it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the people who aren't in your life on a regular basis to see the schlep, you know, like mm-hmm. the the grotty side of it, they might not really get it, you know. And again, this is just a broad general, like, yeah, people in your life kind of thing. Um, oh, I'm sure everybody listening <laughs> has experienced <laughs> that. One of the things that you mentioned to me was that some of the artists who had come along, as all of us do, might be going through periods where they're struggling a bit with their art or wondering what, should I continue or Mm -hmm. feeling like stuck and being a part again of coming together with other artists and then also being there at a show where they could see that you as an artist had put in this intense effort and realize something which 
artistically, aesthetically, the exhibition is stunning. I don't know anyone who's seen the website and seen the pictures. Like you just have to have a look and go, wow, like visually this is incredible. And it bolstered them up and felt like, yes, I can keep going because, and, and I can relate to that a lot. And I think that dynamic that we're talking about where in the studio, in yourself, in your mind, because that's where I feel like we're living, yeah, like, yeah. You know, eight hours of the day, just in this mind, thinking, "This, do I do that? What's next?" Da, 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 da. And then, if you combine that with that dynamic of perhaps the majority of people around you, even the ones who are in principle supportive, don't can't get into that mind with you. They can't get mm-hmm. into the nitty gritty, like your husband said, of talking about yeah. this texture and that color. And I wonder whether that dynamic contributes to us, to me, sometimes feeling like we're a bit crazy, you know, yeah. because we're yeah. really in it. Yeah. We're in this, we're so yeah. embedded in it. No one else seems to understand or kind of appreciate the kind of turmoil we can find ourselves yeah. in and so you get to a point where you go am I just not built for this am, am I the one who's kind of losing it here maybe yes. I should just give up do you think there's yeah a- totally and I think um until this exhibition I really never realized how crazy like I always felt like a little different Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say different. My mom always calls me unique. <laughs> um, but I think we really are outsiders to mm. a lot of perspective and cultural norms. Yeah. And I always felt like, can I just be accepted, you mm. know, and really bothered by that, you know, like, what the F kind of bothered? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But now I'm kind of at that point of like, you know what? When you do it for yourself and you surround yourself with people who are lifted up by the work you do mm. and, you know, you can have a common ground of like, yes, we can do this. Mm. Yes, you're not nuts. We're all nuts. They're all nuts too. It yeah. just looks different. Yeah. But when you do it for yourself, all that stuff doesn't matter anymore. I don't want to fit in. I don't want to be accepted. I don't want to be normal. Mm. I just want to be me. Mm-hmm. And when you do it for you, you're like, I don't care if you're not paying attention. You know what I mean? Because you're, yeah. you're just genuinely, genuinely having moments in the studio that just happen to get hung on a wall at the end. For me, the goal is always good because it gives me a, a destination in terms of there's a deadline, there's an objective and all of that. But if you really break down what an exhibition is, it's just a bunch of moments in time in the studio that effort is what's displayed, right? It's just the byproduct of those moments. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that I really was thinking about a lot lately, and I'm going to say this, like, I know I say this all the time, but I'm like a broken record. I failed daily. And this is the part that I think it's a little bit like the perception is not real in the sense of you see this show, it looks fantastic. They make it look amazing on their walls. I made work I was proud of. But what you're not seeing hanging on all the walls is the stuff that sucked every single day for years. It's not like it just plopped out of me and it was all good, you know? And I Mm -hmm. think that 
effort. Like if I could really display and maybe one day I'll do a show that has like the journey, the real journey, the failure, you know, like, but I think the thing that I really went through was making stuff I didn't like mm. a lot of it, a lot of it. And I'm, I'm not being sarcastic or even dramatic, like no, for real. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the teacher kind of going, oh, come on, you guys, we've all got to fail at, fail at things no. and we think, yeah, sure, Michelle, but at home you're just churning out these amazing works. You don't yeah. really have to go through this horrible feeling of of just feeling like a failure because yeah. everything you make isn't what you what you were what hoping you, yeah. for. It isn't even coming close yeah. to what you imagine. Right. That kind of thing. But yeah. that's totally not right. That's not mm. reality. Reality is I spent years, years, and I kid you not, when someone says, like, I want it to happen in 30 days, I'm like, do you know how much suffering I've <laughs> done? But what mm. I'm saying is I made a lot of stuff I didn't like, and I still had to keep making it and making it and making it and making it and that's when people are like time to throw in the towel and yeah. i'm here to say like no you just you have to learn to fail and and take risks every single day and and literally try to make an ugly painting a day i'm not kidding i really think that it's when we can really break free of these shackles that we impose on ourselves it should look like this and you know like all these conditions these self-imposed so, conditions mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of what it should be it's bs and conditions of what the what the product on the wall should be on how we should what our process should look like what should be included what shouldn't be included in it you know like what materials are allowed to be used or or not yeah, allowed to be like every single everything. one of the conditions. Every I think that would be conditions. a great exercise to write down. I'm thinking right now, I need to write down a list of all the conditions I have yes. on myself of like, it needs to be like this and it can't be like that. And you can't do it this way. And you, you know, like you can't yeah. make art that's too easy and you can't make art that's too, shouldn't be too hard. And like, da, da, or da, 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 this da. is too weird. <laughs> it's not going to be acceptable. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of the work, that I show now is a result of completely opposite of what I don't like. So mm. I made a lot of stuff and I was like, don't like that. Don't like that. Don't like that. Don't like that. And when you do enough, don't like that, you mm. actually find that, Oh, like that <laughs> because right. it's problem solving, you know, mm -hmm. it's problem solving. But I think, you know, it's, it's also letting go of being that perfectionist, right out of the gates mm. it's like when you make something you don't like and staying um attached to i'm never gonna get there as opposed to like okay don't like that what's next oh don't like that like i did so much don't like that i what's have next thousands of photos <laughs> yeah. but it was definitely what's next well what what could i do instead of what could i do instead of you know and what i teach in order origin art is all about what if you mm. know and but it's the the full sentence for my origin artist it the full sentence is don't like that what if it's mm. not just what if mm. 
but I think I, I forget the exact way it's phrased, but I heard an expression. I was like, that's exactly right. If you're not failing, it means you're not taking risks. And if you're not taking risks, your work doesn't evolve, doesn't move, doesn't grow. And then you as an artist don't grow. And so the thing that I've become really good at and what I'm proud of that the work shows is that I stuck with it when mm. it freaking sucked bad. And for a long time, <laughs> it's not like it's the stuff I put on Instagram. Like I, yeah. I'm very good at editing. Of course, a lot of the artwork is destroyed or torn apart or painted over, but I documented all of it. And I still haven't deleted those photos. And I know there's a reason why that is maybe at some point I'll, I'll share that, you know, really behind the scenes with the origin artist, because I think that it is that part of it that's so important so important. You have to make the what it's not. Yeah. I wish I could say that that's not true and that it just all plops out, you know, rosy and daisy, but you can't do all of that work in your imagination. Like you can't no. hold it all in your mind and and run the scenarios and then just like a computer spit out one nope. final answer. Nope. <laughs> not possible. Not in my experience. And again, it's that thing of can you be patient enough? with yourself to not make it mean anything. Can you make it mean nothing? It's hard because there's yeah. times that I made it mean like, oh my God, I'm, what am I doing? You know, like it's hard not to make it mean something. Well, that's exactly what's when we talk about um, those of us who see what you've done and maybe we're in, in your exhibition and we're in our own seasons of stuckness and we look at that and go, oh, we feel revived and inspired. I think what you would kind of caution is say, I, I'm really happy that you feel inspired, but don't don't get it wrong. Don't get it mixed up. Don't look at this on the wall and think, oh, I'm inspired by this to somehow skip all this stuckness and get get to this mm -hmm. finished place like what Michelle has right now. Because Michelle went through all this stuckness that you're feeling and she yep. stuck at it, you know, yeah. she kept going. So it's yeah. kind of like an encouragement <laughs> to, to keep at the stuck. Keep at the stuck. Embrace the suck. Mm. Literally embrace the suck and get really good at not making it mean anything. That's it. If we make it mean something significant as in I'm not a good artist, what am I doing? Maybe you show your Aunt Sally who really thinks you're a complete buffoon. I mean, I don't know. But you know what I mean? <laughs> I love like, that. Things can get really twisted very quickly if yeah. we make it mean anything. Get really good at testing ideas, letting them go. Testing ideas, letting them go. But know that making stuff you don't like, it's critical. And I think that if you were to look at my work and the pictures, I'm kind of scrolling back on my mind of the journey, 80%, maybe 90 is stuff I didn't like to get to this point. Who wants to do that? Anyone signing up for that? <laughs> I did. One of the things that you said, which struck me in our member call last week in our Origin Art, um, something you almost said in, in passing towards the end of the call, you said, you know, this exhibition is the result of 
slowing down in the last couple of years and really taking my time. And I think we have talked about that a little on the podcast before, that you had uh, a kind of work that was happening before this that was commercially successful and that being able to develop this work now meant letting go of that and also, you know, a time period where you weren't posting lots of new stuff on Instagram. You had to be a bit quieter, which can feel edgy and dangerous. You had to slow down, take time in the studio, and um, and that work ultimately has come from that. But, of course, there's no guarantees in the moment. And what you said on the call was, so the, this work is a result of slowing down in the last couple of years. But honestly, I wish I'd slowed down five years before that. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I could have gone faster by slowing down. That's what yes. you say. I, yeah. That really caught my attention. And I think that goes to show we easily get persuaded. And again, this this is my personal experience. So I don't know it's true for everyone, but I was easily persuaded when people, when sales happen, I call it the curse of the sale because there's that satisfaction, that reward of, Hey, this works, you know, and other people around me were like, Oh, this is great. Keep going. This is good. And so there was this outside validation that it was working. Mm -hmm. And yet I had this feeling like that's not it. That's not it. I know it works, but that's not it. But yet I was really, it was really, it took me a good year from the time I was like, I'm going to slow down to actually slow down. And then when I slowed down, that's where the work of, I don't like this happened. I don't like this. I don't like this. So the slowing down part was 80%. I don't like this and finding little gems away along the way that kind of started unpacking things. Mm. Um, And so again, maybe you guys are magical and you've got some fairy dust on you that I don't have. But for me, slowing down looked like doing a lot of experiments that I didn't really show anyone. Yeah. That in terms of, unless artists were around and they were really open to that. Mm. Um, And again, that's why I believe in artist communities that can support one another in this, because I really believe that's the work that I really want to support artists do. I want to see the stuff that's like failed in your eyes. I don't want to see the stuff that you've won at. I want to see the stuff that you failed at. You don't want to see the stuff we're posting on Instagram. You want to see the stuff we're throwing in the studio bin. (laughs) Exactly. Because those lead to, there was an idea there. Yeah. And it's, it's that idea that you're in the pursuit of that I want to know what is that pursuit, you know? Mm. And again, Sometimes I think it's just literally support of like, keep going. You know, it, it's not that necessarily I would have an answer, but I think that there is a reason why you did that idea. My role as a, you know, mentor and artist friend is to say, don't give up on that, even though it didn't work. Try mm. it again tomorrow. Just do it differently and then do it again the next day, a little bit differently. That dovetails perfectly with what we were saying before because in terms of a more I don't know normal more general societal kind of impression of what's valuable work Mm -hmm. making crap in the studio two years (laughs) for two years that ends up in the bin most people are going to be saying well that 
doesn't seem like you're doing very well then. And you go, well, I've got nothing to show anyone outside of, you know, my yep. supportive art of, art group. They're going to be saying behind your back, well, that's good that luck with that. Like, yeah, that sounds yeah. like that's a failure to me. So yeah. that's why, it, yes. isn't it, makes it so difficult. Extra difficult, let's say. Yes. Can make it very challenging. Yes. And that's why I really truly believe that the mindset part is so critical because it's if we're not strong enough to weather that rockiness, Mm. you know, because again, there's no proof. There's no guarantees and no proof. No proof. Just no proof. No one's saying, oh, my gosh, that's great, because they're looking at it and they're going, that really sucks. Good luck with that. The breakthrough could be literally happening next week. Yeah. but And you could have tossed the towel in today or it could be happening a year from now. Like we just don't know when those gems are going to happen and it's, But it's the constant doing of the work and Mm -hmm. like like you're brushing your teeth, that kind Mm -hmm. of, that consistency, like – you know, take that risk, literally. And I know that it's a prescription for innovation as well, but I really believe to make work that you really love, that's the prescription for that as well. And I think what I learned about this is like, oh yeah, you got to make work you love. Like no doubt about it because it's so satisfying. And I don't, like, I really don't care what the outcome is because I feel like I got to do what I wanted to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm. the rest of it isn't as significant because there's this self-satisfying um, feeling. However, remember like 80% of it <laughs> it's gonna suck. So not. you, you got to go for the stuff that's really like your weird thing that yep. you just for no rational reason that you no just want. Reason. You just want and you just love and you want to go for it. And then you also have to be willing to have like the 80% failure in pursuit of that without a lot of external validation for that process. Yeah, like, Aside totally. from your, yep. you know, your like-minded artist community, which hopefully you can find and you will find. But in terms of the everyday kind of people that you interact with, with your life. Um, yeah, protect it. Protect it. And then again, just know that it doesn't mean anything. It's just one step closer to finding the yes, you know? I feel like we've painted a pretty grim picture of I know, the artist's sounds, life then. It sounds like, you know. It's okay. So look yeah. at it this way. One, yeah. it, for me, it's like there are a lot of parts that you're like, oh my God, this is hard. You know, mm-hmm. when is it going to crack open? When am I going to, you know, really get to this destination? Which, by the way, there is no destination because you're always like I'm always trying to improve what I've just done right now. So there's no destination. It's just a journey. But I I look at it like this. If you can really have fun and play with it, go in there, like really appreciate all of it, mm-hmm. every single bit and be like really curious and ask yourself, how can I make this weird, crazy thing today? You know, I mean, I think, who is it? Edison that made like a thousand light bulbs that didn't work or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that. And you did say last week, you did say that even during the most intense times, 
creating work for this exhibition, <laughs> you would wake up, how can I make this fun? How can I make it so fun? it's enjoying, yeah. you know, that terrible cliche, enjoy the journey, but it is. Yeah. It's pack the process itself full of the things that you love, which sort of comes back to what we were saying about throwing out conditions um, that you might have put on it. Like if there are particular materials that you just delight you to use, use those. Right, you know, right. If there's ways of working that are just make your heart sing, even though you might not think that's the pro- so-called proper way to do it. Right. Follow mm. the lead. Because I think that, again, it's that thing of if you do enough of that, like those answers do start revealing themselves. Mm. Um, but you kind of have to pull them out and unpack them slower than you think, I think. And mm-hmm. I've gotten very good at being slower in that way. And again, it's getting really isolated problems, which is the whole foundation of what I teach in origin art, but isolating the problem so that you don't destroy the rest and you can really start problem solving specifically, I think. And that's again where, yeah, it might've failed in that way, but maybe it didn't fail in this way. Like we look at it as like, oh, it's one big failure or, you know, that's it. Maybe it was just the wrong color. You chose, yeah, little, just like you know what I mean. One little element, one little variable, yeah. rather right. than all the I don't know, fifteen, twenty, yes. twenty-five variables that are happening to make exactly that particular thing. I love yeah. that slowing down and you know isolating and specifically kind of testing and experimenting and failing and failing again. I feel like that can open up a conversation for a whole nother episode. <laughs> Totally, which instantly I'm like, imagine the resilience though. Yeah. Because I think at the end of it, what I'm feeling now is like, I can fail at anything. I can keep failing because eventually I'm going to get there, wherever there is in my mind. Break through the failure to a certain extent to have a kind of resilience and optimism to keep failing. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm literally thinking of, things that I can do in the studio already of like, what kind of tests and failures can I make? I'm not kidding. And I think that that's what, when that starts happening, it's just, it's fun even when you fail. Mm 